Hey, Kathy. Hey, Stacy. Are we GHing? Yes. Yes, we are. Hooray! All right, y'all. We're still season 60. This week's episodes that we're going to cover are 197 to 201. And the spoiler rating is no big deal. A big MBD today. Agreed. Also, I read... <laughs> I normally write these notes to say who's going to say RBGHing. And the other person is supposed to say yes. But in my notes today, it clearly it says, says no. <laughs> no. I just saw that as you were talking. Why? So no, we're not GHing. I'm just kidding. Of course, we're GHing. <sighs> Let's look. It's going to be controversial today. We're going to get controversial so we get some listeners I think the more risque you get, the more people tune in. I'm going to need a minute. The dog is halfway in, halfway out. Hold on. Wow. Halfway in and halfway out of what? The room. Oh, I just like, envisioned her stuck. He scratched at the door. And I'm like, all right, let me open the door. And then just stops, butt in, head out. And I'm like, mm, <laughs> make a choice. Can't do it. <sighs> so... We're going to start with kind of the the lighthearted, I'm going to call it lighthearted storyline, Lucy and Martin. It was never addressed that Martin fell in the pool. We can't get over that. Like, just fully dressed, <laughs> No one's the talking pool. about it. He's in the same clothes. Yeah, and totally dry. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is happening? They replayed it, though, so we know it happened. It actually happened, but no one's talking about it. Okay, so somehow... And Kathy and I didn't know this going into it, but apparently Felicia is Lucy's very best friend in those words. I was like, I've I've never once seen them hang out. What is happening here? Clearly, I am not an old school GH watcher, so that's okay. If, If they are truly soulmates, that's fine. I just was unaware and it took me a little off guard. So Lucy and Martin are sitting poolside at the Metro cart and... Martin's like, what are we doing? And she's like, we're having lunch with my best friends. So Felicia and Mac come to hang out. And they're, you know, just having a really fake, awkward conversation. But like, so happy. Getting pina coladas, I think. They send the (laughs) the boys off to get, I've been fantasizing about, dreaming about Metro Court pina coladas. It could be a different drink, to be fair. They were, focused on the drink. they were dreaming about some cocktail and so they sent the boys off to get them and so mac and uh, martin are having a conversation and lucy and felicia and i love felicia she's like what the hell is wrong with you what yeah. what what do you really want she's, she's like she starts in with what do you want me to do i'm ready yeah like what is going on and she's like can i just want to hang out with my very best friends and she's like is that what you want no But Felicia immediately thinks that Lucy wants her to spy on Martin. Like, she goes right there. (laughs) And Mac pulls Martin away, and he's like, Martin's like, Lucy is easy. And he's like, "Mm -mm, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. She's so forgiving. He's like, do not cross her. You will be out of her life forever. That is the way it works. And she's like, but she's so kind and forgiving. He's like... Yeah, unless you're keeping something really big from her or you do something that she considers a betrayal. And of course, we know, Kathy, 
you do your dun dun duns. Dun 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 dun. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Because my speculation is that Tracy Quartermain is pairing up with one of Martin's ex-wives. We think ex number three, because that's the only one he really talks about how evil she is and is trying to get money. Okay. So the other reason why you're, I think you're right is as soon as Max, like, Hey, you've never crossed her. We get the flashback and it's clearly ex number three that says, I think you're avoiding me, which I think you're right. I think, you're absolutely right. And I think it's going to come to light that Tracy is working with X number three. Who is X number three? And I mean, this will probably come up in musings, but Brooklyn catches Tracy saying like, that's, that's not what we thought or something, or that's more than we expected because Brooklyn steals all these files from Maxie. I know it's not really in the Lucy storyline, but it's adjacent. Well, well, just, yeah, no, it's there. I mean, Brooklyn does what Lucy wants her to do, which is awful. And, and then Tracy's like, woohoo, and calls, we think, X number three. So what is going to happen? Felicia's going to start digging into Martin's past, right? I don't know if that's what she, she's trying to figure out what Martin's being secretive about, right? That's what she said. He's being secretive. So I don't know that she wants to know about Martin's past. I think she wants to know what is Martin doing right now? Well, they're not being very, like normally these stories are very like, it's hard to tell like what's happening, but you can very clearly see Martin, Lucy is trying to give Martin credit for the deceptor. Martin's clearly trying to say, please don't give me credit because what we think. If he gets money, then he has to pay his ex-wives. Yeah. And Tracy is probably working with one of these ex-wives to do exactly that, get money from deception. And so really the whole, like. Did Martin exist before Cyrus, like in General Hospital? Was he a character that existed or did he just magically? I mean, he's um, people's lawyer. He, he's a fairly new character. So I don't, I think. So we've Kevin never Cyrus. met his wives. No. I was trying to figure out like how Tracy knows. Well, I think that's a good question. It, it, who, who is this third ex-wife? But, but on the subject of deception, deception right? Dece- the company itself. We've got Gladys skimming money from Sasha. Brooklyn's now pretty much tanking the company because that's what Tracy wants to do. And like... Poor Maxie is completely unaware of all of this. Yeah. And if the whole company tanks, her dream of having a place that her kids can live in, I mean, this is a sad, sad tale of rag. It's riches to rags is what's happening right now. So stay tuned because stuff is going down and I, I don't know how long before we're impacted by the writer's strike and... I'm hoping that this storyline doesn't get sort of lost because I'm interested in it. Yeah. It's a good one. A lot of people involved and everybody is doing stuff slightly out of character. The next story we're going to talk about is Austin and Ava's debacle. (laughs) Kathy has strong feelings. We get a little bit of their chemistry back, which is good, but immediately is destroyed 
by Ava. Well, Pilar runs up and says, I don't know where Avery is. Ava immediately freaks out and calls Sunny and the cops are there. And Ava is positive that Avery has been taken because of who she is relationship to Sunny, even though Chase is like, you know, she could have just run off and Pilar's in tears. And because I've been watching the spotlight channel, Avery has been gone missing before. Okay. Um, because her and Mike, when Mike was, you know, dementia-ing, they just wandered away and Pilar lost them. So this so is I Pilar's think it's second So I think it's a hot button for Ava. So as Ava's freaking out, up walks Austin with Avery, doo-doo-doo, with a little ice cream cone or whatever it is. Balloon. And she was distracted was by balloon. balloons. And Austin's story is, hey, I was over here. I was fairly familiar with her. I figured we'd walk back over here and everything's all right, right? And Ava is just fuming because she knows at that moment that Austin set all of this up. And how he set it up is, I don't know. How did he get Avery to leave? Yeah, I I don't know. That is never addressed. Yeah, no. But regardless, I, Ava's As soon furious. as everybody else leaves, Ava slaps him in the face. And they go back to her house where basically they have this really angry conversation about who who is pulling the strings. It's the same conversation, which is very, very frustrating. And well, Ava, and she basically accuses him of being like a fraud. Like you've never oh, a liar. seen liar, yeah. Yeah, like you what is your deal? You in, insinuated yourself into Maxie's life and now you're in mine and and we don't know anything about you. Yeah. And you're manipulating me and he's like, you brought me into this mess. You asked me to help you move a dead body. Well, she, weird. yeah, she killed Nick. She, she basically gets help, but then she, well, anyways, so then they kiss and they end up in bed together, which I missed part of that scene because of the whole debt the supreme court debacle but regardless what (laughs) it was like what is happening like now austin is like woohoo we have such chemistry we were relieving sexual tension and and ava seems to be somewhat enjoying herself while also threatening to kill him reminding him that she did kill her husband so she's pretty sure she could kill him and and to get out and then he leaves she's like get out he's like i could just spend the night i'll have to you know call in the fairy people she's like here's the door in your face okay so what could have been like here here's what i wish they had done i wish i didn't think austin was such a skeezy liar because right now I don't like him. I can't trust him. He seems like a total and complete fraud. And I, and I do I like Ava's Ava. type. I know, but I like Ava and this guy feels awful. And so at the start, their chemistry was great. And then and liked him. Yeah. But then he started, <clears throat> he's not on Ava's side and I need him to be on Ava's side. And I don't trust that he is now. And that, and that the whole, like, he became so weird and weak. I just don't, I think they could have done this story much better had they 
let them collaborate together. I just don't like it. I'm not happy, Stacy. I am aware. I'm also not happy with the whole Spencer Trina story, which is the last one we have to talk about. First of all, I okay, <laughs> this is going to be annoying, but we got a little bit of growth out of Spencer, and this week wiped it clean, as far as I'm concerned. He's still juvenilely, like, at a bar, punching decks. He goes back to his house to mope. I I just don't, like, come on. They had a little bit of a growth chart for him. And they just, they basically erased it this week. Meanwhile, Esme, who I don't believe has lost her memory, is going down the, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a good parent. I'm going to take parenting classes. Well, I'll try to talk Spencer into taking parenting classes. And then she sort of rushes in when he comes in from the bar brawl. What's the matter? Oh, my gosh. And then they have a heartfelt conversation about their experience as past lovers. And now they're sort of friends. I'm not happy. I think Esme might be getting some of her memory back. I do think that she lost her memory. So we'll just see how this plays out because I don't think she would be this good for this long. I don't know. Like no glimpses. But that said, they go to the bar to get, try to get real evidence on Oz and Esme, which seems so far-fetched at this point, but apparently Joss and Dex had the exact same idea at the exact same time, and somehow Sam and Dante went on a date to this same skeezy bar, and Spencer is so, like, I'm kind of wondering at the motivation, because there has to be something, and I understand they're not real people, Eric. That's my brother. He laughs when we do this. They're so out of character. I understand they're not real people, but even writers, they have motivation for what they're doing. I would. I think. don't think there is. This is it, right? They're trying, to me, what they're trying to do is set up a, a love triangle. Oh, I think that's happening anyway. I don't think it's happening. Because in order for a love triangle to happen, they need to want each other, right? And right Not now, if you're Trina... Esme manipulated him into a relationship before. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the writers want a love triangle, right? They're trying to redeem Esme, just to your point. Like, she seems like she's becoming redeemed. And she's a mom, and she's trying. So they're trying to redeem Esme. Trina is pure a heart of gold. So they don't really have to do anything to her. So all they need to do is make Spencer the object of both Trina and Esme's desires. In order for this to be a Which true love Which it already is, I think. Yeah, but if you're Trina, do you even want Spencer right now? And I would question Trina if she did. Because after he throws that punch, he just becomes a big fucking baby. Excuse my language. But then he, also, he also admits... Yeah. That he didn't destroy the evidence, which he told her he was going to. So he, A, lied to her. B, is still acting like he's a a, a spoiled teenage brat. I just, but I would... she went to her mom to vent and then kind of came around. 
So I think she still does. I, 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 and that's where I'm, this is falling apart for me because I want Trina, Spencer, I don't know. It just, if they were going to make Spencer a good person, then okay, I can see this working, but I feel like they're I think they're going to make Trina a little bit dirty. How? I don't know. She's real shiny right now. Like they made Joss a little dirty. She's a little dirty now, right? She's what? She was she was okay dating Dex before she knew he was working for Michael. She's like, mm, I want you out, but mm, I'm still gonna be with you even though I don't like what you do. So she's oh, a little no. bit less don't. shiny. I do not want them to mess with Trina. Trina, I need to be a gold shining star. And Trina's and I got need so much other angst happening. Yeah, I need, I need, I think she's an independent person that needs her own story. And right now she's a victim of the stories around her. So I, and I don't like that she's making excuses for Spencer. I just, I'm, I guess I'm with Portia on this. <laughs> Except no, you are not with Portia. There is not a scene with Portia that we're not screaming at her. Portia's manipulating Esme and Spencer to take a parenting class to break up her daughter's relationship. There is, is no. Why? Yes. Oh, see. I, She's I trying thought... to push Esme and Spencer together at every opportunity. She tried to convince Esme to leave. She tried to convince. Portia is down mm. the rabbit hole. Mm. All right. Well, whatever. Okay. We're not there. Kath, I'm just saying. <laughs> Oh, that was an angry fashion. Fine. Fashion. <laughs> there were a lot of V-neck shirts with collars as opposed to like button up to the collar. I really liked it. Trina's was my favorite. Yeah. Trina's was really pretty. I but loved Brooklyn a lot was of also, shirts. Brooklyn was also wearing that same kind of shirt. And there was one other that I, oh, Esme's. Esme's shirt that Kathy hated with a fiery passion. And I didn't mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved Jordan's purple silk shirt with the three-quarter sleeve. I loved Liz's light blue silk shirt with the flouncy fanning sleeves. I loved Brooklyn's shirt. I loved Carly's shirt. I loved Anna's shirt on Monday with the black with the white collar. I was a big fan of the shirts. <laughs> All the shirts. I had an active <laughs> hatred for Joss's hot pink dress with a nope. cutout in the middle. That was a big no. Hard pass on that. And I was confused as to why Curtis was wearing a shirt that hung out longer than his button jacket. I just He still looked amazing though. Of course he looked amazing. But like unbutton the jacket or tuck in the shirt. Otherwise you look bizarre. Okay. Musings. Anna's house was graffitied with murderer and mm-hmm. I wanted to cry. She was having a hard breakdown. Yeah, but her old friends showed up to comfort her, and that was really sweet. And I like that Valentine knew that she didn't want them there. He's like, so you got them out as soon as possible. Like, she just kind of ahawed them because she wasn't done processing. But I like that Valentine knows her. I mean, yes, she wanted the support, but then also she needed the time by herself. And yeah, she needed Robert is clueless i don't understand (laughs) he is 
supposed to be the super spy, like, and then he's the district attorney and he's just, he's clueless. I mean, he's clueless in his relationship with Diane. He's clueless when he's trying to comfort Anna. He's clueless a lot of the time. Like, are you just but I think they're trying to make unaware of your cute. surroundings? Right. Sorry, that's I, I my Robert like... rant. I think he's an idiot. I do like their romance if he, you know, uses his brain again. That's a cute I, romance. I do feel like they're trying to make it be cute, though. The fact that he's just perplexed, like, continuously about what's going on. So I'm okay with it. But and they and they did have a nice chat where Diane clearly laid out. You said you were going to call and you didn't call, and by not calling me, you were sending a message, and and um, that seemed to be new information. I don't want to be your default. Yeah, I don't, I'm not anybody's nice. default. I deserve better. That scene with um, Diane and Alexis at the yoga thing where she was doing all the yoga or all the moves and Alexis was just sitting there and then Alexis was like, Oh yeah, I'm done. Let's go. (laughs) That was cute. She's like, I invited you here because I thought you wouldn't be able to come. (laughs) Yeah. But so, but that leads to, you know, basically Robert, Robert basically goes to Sunny and says, stop making Diane do your dirty work for you. So I think, he was trying in his own little way to try to figure out a relationship with Diane. And so I feel like there's an opening now. So it'll be curious to see what they do with it. Violet apparently is the master of Finn's phone. She texted Elizabeth to invite her over to dinner, ordered food, bought flowers, like set them up on a date. She's so cute. Um, Drew said all of his goodbyes, which is sad, but I feel like he's headed towards the 30 seconds we saw. Maybe it wasn't even 30 seconds. I want to say maybe it was 15 seconds of Cyrus Renault. My oh, prediction is coming yeah. true. Kathy fast forwarded through. I was like, there's Cyrus. Yeah. If you fast forwarded and you missed a clip of Cyrus preparing his guards for his friend Drew Kane to arrive. We're getting Cyrus and Drew in prison. It's not the romance I wanted, but it's the romance we've got. (laughs) Nina is tripling down. Just can't get out of her own way. She encouraged Eddie to leave. Eddie is Ned, as we all know. And Sonny had Dex track him down. Oh, my God. And Nina was like, "Mm, I just, she was like, I don't, she was like, I guess you could be a big fish in a really small sea, but you know, there's not really any infrastructure for you to grow here because Sonny offered to like set him up with his record label people and get him touring. And Nina, of course, wants him out. Yep. But he takes Sonny up on his offer. So he's sticking around. So Nina's plan to get him away is failing. So we'll see. It was so sad when Olivia brought the photo album Mm -hmm. and he's like, look, I appreciate what you're trying to do. She's like, just look at any page, just any, to see if anything speaks to you. And he's like, I remember that guitar. And she was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. You don't remember your children, your wife, your 
family, your mother, but you remember a guitar. What would like if you lost your memory? Who? Let's just imagine for a second. Who would you be? Like if you had to be a fictional character, who would you want to be? Who would you want to come back as? <laughs> I certainly want wouldn't want to be a sixty year old wannabe rock star. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, that is not in my plan. Yeah, it'd be fun, though, if you came back as, like, a famous person and were, like, positive. Like, I am Marilyn Monroe. Like, I don't know who you people are, but, you know. I I don't have those lofty of aspirations. But it is shocking to me that he didn't even get a twinge of memory from seeing his. And it's just so cold and cold-hearted on how he's like, yeah, that's not me. Even though it clearly is you, Dick. I, that's what I love. Like Kathy just kept saying, so he's lost his memory and he's become a dick. Yeah. He's a horrible, horrible person right now. We've got two amnesiacs going on right now. Who's the other one? Esme. Oh my God. Yeah. Too many amnesiacs. Too many like cro- star-crossed never to be lovers. Too many I'm about to go to prison sex scenes. Like, come on. All right. I'm done. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This is kind of a weird one. Sorry, we were we were in a mood, I guess. Um, Uh, Thanks for listening. Reach out, please. Reach out. Yeah, let us know what you think, and um, talk to you next week. 